The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, the University of West Florida Foundation. informative, local, dependable. School's not out for summer yet. We are still in session, and uh, this morning I have Frank Gillum and Whitney uh, Whitney Fike from uh, UWF, and uh, hopefully I'll get this right. Frank, you're the uh, the in the Department of Earth and Environmental uh, Sciences. All right, let me turn your mic on there. All right, go ahead. And uh, Whitney, you are with uh, International Paper as well as, what was your title again at UWF? I'm the UWF alumni president. All right, alumni president. All right, great to have you guys in the studio this morning. How you doing? We're, We're great. Good. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, you're very welcome. Anytime. And, uh, you know, not something that's uh, celebrated as much as Mardi Gras, but uh, Arbor Day is uh, is a big event for you guys. So what's coming up at, um, at UWF for Arbor Day? So uh, it's billed as the UWF Arbor Day Market. It's going mm-hmm. to be Saturday, March the 2nd from 9 a.m. to noon. Mm-hmm. We'll be meeting, uh, and uh, hopefully some of your listeners are familiar with the UWF campus, but there's a really impressive camellia garden on campus. Oh, yes. Even a society that maintains it and helps uh, uh, the camellia plants grow and so forth. And we we'll talk about it. There. We talk about it all the time oh, on the garden line with Mike Wiggins on Tuesdays, oh, nine a.m. here <laughs> on News Radio ninety two three. Those folks are amazing. They really yes, do they are. They do a great job. job. Yeah, I will say I'm I'm kind of new to the area. We've been here for about six years. I didn't know mm. that camellias bloom in the winter time. Mm. What a bonus! <laughs> yes, they're beautiful. They are yeah, beautiful. They really are. Yeah. They really are. Um, and there'll be uh, free parking uh, that day uh, on Lot H. That's really close to that, that general area. And the idea behind this is we're, I guess you could say we're kind of bragging a little bit. We have a beautiful campus, 16 hec- uh, 1,600 acres uh, of an area that was basically carved out of a, out of a longleaf stand back in 1963. And uh, because of the vision of John Jarvis, Jr., uh, we have an extensive area of, of forested areas uh, with with uh, hiking trails and things like this. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it'd be a really good idea to, to show the general public what we have. And the fact that we are a um, an Arbor Day uh, tree campus in mm-hmm. higher education. Oh. So the Arbor Day Foundation uh, recognizes cities as being uh, tree cities, uh, but they also recognize university and college campuses as being tree campuses uh, based on several criteria. And so we have been, uh, we have attained the tree campus higher education status for the last several years. I remember when I was in school, it was Arbor Day. I was probably, I don't know, seven years old. We planted a tulip poplar 
outside of our our school our elementary school mm-hmm. and uh I, I, it's probably still there i don't know i hope hopefully it is but uh, i just remember that as a kid i remember thinking oh wow this, this is great you know we're making change here in our environment um but uh yeah arbor day uh, very very cool and camellias definitely uh we talk we have a whole show devoted to that so this area we we love our camellias so yeah uwf has definitely got the the market cornered on that mm-hmm. um uh, what other stuff are you guys doing for Ar- for arbor day well, the other is, and this um, Whitney will be able to weigh in more on this, but okay. there's also going to be a tree giveaway. That's cool. Uh, and focusing on native species. I think it's really important for the listeners to know that uh, nat- if you're going to be using anything in your garden or your yard, it's really important to plant native species mm. uh, because uh, inv- uh, non-native species can often sort of escape. They become invasive. Mm. And they can take over some of the, some of the native flora. Right. And, and they might just not survive here very well either. I mean, they might be beautiful and you put them in and then this, you know, this environment around here, this climate might just be death for them. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Whitney? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So some of the other things that we're doing out there. So we're going to do a tree giveaway. I'll get to that in just a second. But they're going to do um, guided nature trails, tours, um, and plant based and plant related products are going to be for sale by the native plant company. Um, and then we're going to give out information for planting and forestry and Frank can talk about that a little bit more in a little bit, but for the tree giveaway, um, so why I'm here, international paper is sponsoring, um, UWF to be able to offer those native species of tree giveaways at the event. And so there's going to be 75 trees of of four native species. So 300 trees that we're going to give away in one gallon containers, which is a very good size of a tree to give away. Um, while supplies last, but we're going to have persimmons, river birch, flatwoods plum, and crabapple trees that are at this event um, beginning at 9 a.m. They're going to limit the trees of two per household Mm -hmm. um, to be able to, while supplies last, to be able to get some of those trees. But, you know, you hear of international paper, and and one of the things, you know, um, I've got a you know, a relationship to UWF. I am a alumni. I'm currently serving as the alumni association's president. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a, a big love for UWF. Um, and also in my role at, um, international paper, you know, we like to have our employees out volunteering in the community. We liked helping with product donations. We like to be able to help with charitable giving. And so this falls like right up our alley with environmental causes um, and being able to help, you know, build a better future to strengthen our communities, be out in the community and, and help the university uh, celebrate Arbor Day. Yeah. And I, I definitely see a lot of uh, river birch road and, and, you know, river birch this and that. So I know that's definitely one of our native trees. Um, and you said also persimmon and flatwoods plum and crab apple, right? Correct. All correct. right. Awesome. And yeah. that's beginning at 9 a.m. and only two trees per household. So people just go home and, and do they take them out of the buckets and then plant them? Do they dig a hole? What's what's the process here? What am I looking at? So it's, it's going to be a walk-up event. So um, typically whenever you see tree giveaways, sometimes they're drive-through events, sometimes mm-hmm. they're walk-up events. So this is going to be a walk-up event. You'll come... You'll get your two or one, one gallon buckets, however many trees you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll they'll have little cards that go along with each tree oh, cool. to teach you and tell you how to take care of that tree and what to do, how to plant it, the depth, where to plant it, what it likes, things like that to be able to, to make it thrive in uh, the environment that it goes home to. All right. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Frank, um, yes. you talked a lot about the campus and uh, and how beautiful it is. You've got uh, 1,600 acres there. Um, tell me about the uh, the guided nature trail walking tours. Yeah, so that began, uh, sort of had this idea of, again, kind of showing off uh, the campus. And we, you think of the UWF campus as where the permanent structures are, the buildings and the roads and parking lots and so forth. Right. But uh, again, uh John Jarvis's vision was to expand beyond that, and they set up a series of uh, sort of a network of these low-impact uh, sandy trails, and a lot of people use those for yeah. hiking. Even uh, a, lot of, a lot of bikers will use, uh, use them for biking. Uh, and, uh, but my students and I, for, beginning in the summer of 2019, uh, we've actually used those area to do ecological research. So my background, I'm a plant ecologist, so I study plants in their environment. And in particular, I've been interested for quite a long time in longleaf pine. And that's the, that's the real dominant tree species in this region. And we're really blessed to have uh, extensive areas of longleaf pine. And so when you hike around most of these trails, you'll see a lot of these longleaf pine areas uh, what's, what's, what's interesting about longleaf pine is that it's dependent on fire, uh, but we haven't obviously had fire in these stands for a long time uh, because it's a, it's a college campus. Now, that's going to change a little bit in the future, but uh, for now, what we have are these stands of longleaf pine with a lot of hardwoods that have grown in uh, and, and established in the absence of fire. And so our research has been to look at what species are out there. How many are there? How big are they? How many uh, of the trees are there? And so uh, the, uh, these guided uh, nature trail tours will allow me to show folks where we've been doing this research. And one year we did the research based on uh, Hurricane Sally that came through and knocked over, oh, just hundreds and hundreds of, of trees, especially the longleaf pine. So we were able to take advantage of that and cut sections of those trees that were blown down by Sally uh, and study how, how these trees grow by counting the number of rings and measuring how wide the rings are. Mm. So these are going to be about 30 to 45 minutes in length, uh, about an hour or so, uh, I'm sorry, about a mile or so, um, and uh, folks will be uh, asked to sign up. There'll be kind of a release form, uh, and it'll be uh, limited to about 15 folks. Uh, and I'll have some of my students help out uh, with the tour. They're the ones who did a lot of the work in doing the research. You said the, uh, the longleaf pines are dependent on fire. Yes. Well, what do you mean by that? Okay, so the way longleaf grows, it first of all needs exposed mineral soil for the seeds to germinate. Some, mm. For some trees, it doesn't really matter. Like if you have acorns from an oak tree, those things will germinate just about anywhere mm. and establish pretty well. But longleaf pine needs to have mineral soil, none of the organic layer uh, present. So the fire is important for removing the organic layer. The other is that once the seeds germinate, it's a fairly slow-growing tree at the beginning of its life cycle. And as a result of that, it's very easily um, sort of uh, outcompeted for light by other vegetation. Mm. And so when the fire comes through, it, it eliminates that competing vegetation and allows the seedlings to grow into juveniles and then into trees. Mm. But if you, if you ex exclude fire for a very long period of time, 
those trees will grow, the ones that establish, but they won't, when they make seeds, those seeds won't germinate. Mm. And yeah. so it's Makes true sense. that if you walk around these trails, you'll see really big pines, mm. but I've never seen a longleaf seedling anywhere. Uh. And, and just a little bit, that's about UWF, but like even just in our area, sure. you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of prescribed burns. And mm-hmm. I think people, that's right. a fantastic education of yes. people always wonder, why do we have these prescribed burns? And that's exactly why. And, yes. I, and I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're listening to Pensacola's expert panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I am your host, Jake Walker. My guests this morning, Frank Gillum and Whitney Fike from UWF. We're talking about the UWF Arbor Day Market on Saturday, March 2nd from 9 a.m. to noon. It's going to be on the green space next to the UWF Camellia Garden, which we talk about here a lot on the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins. It's adjacent to the Lab Sciences Annex building in uh, parking lot H. And um, lots of great uh, activities going on. Uh, Whitney, tell me about, you know, people have their kids. They're going to be going out, getting around town. What can they expect with their kids at this event? Absolutely. So we want this event to be family friendly. Um, You know, come out, explore the university's campus, go on some nature trail walks, definitely see what all is, is happening. And so we wanted this to be a market instead of just only a tree giveaway. Mm -hmm. And so we'll have some local vendors that are going to be present at the event And that's going to include plant-based products, plant-related products. Um, One of those organizations or vendors is going to be the Native Plant Company. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think we're getting our trees from as well. Mm -hmm. And um, also information about planting and forestry. So any of those questions that anyone has about plants or gardening or any type of row crops and, um, and, you know, et cetera, there's going to be UWF and the IFAS Foundation is going to be there and talk about somebody, an organization that has a plethora of knowledge about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so UWF, IFAS Extension Service and agents are going to be there. And then also the Florida Forest Service is also going to be there. And so there's going to have kids. Um, we're going to have a kids craft table with nature themed coloring sheets. So um, be able to come out and bring your children and family and explore the campus. It's going to be a, a really fun day. Is uh, is arborism a word? What, how do you how, what what is the general term? That's right. Okay, I'm getting a well, nod from the expert here. If, if <laughs> arborism. I didn't yeah. want to say it and sound stupid, but uh, so what um, what makes UW is UWF? Um, you know, are they special in in terms of how they they approach this topic? I mean, are are all universities in on trees or and down with arborism, or is is UWF kind of special in this way? I think UWF is special because of the, the, the again, the plan that they had way back in the 60s when they first were designing the campus. Mm. Uh, John Jarvis sort of had a directive uh, for the, the construction. He, his, his philosophy was greatly um, influenced by the, um, uh, the Scottish uh, landscape architect Ian McCarg, who, had, who wrote a book, published a book that uh, Mr. Jarvis read called Design with Nature. And so the idea behind the design of the UWF campus was the philosophy was don't cut a tree unless you really have to. So that's why even if, even if you don't go on the nature trails and just walk around the campus, it's an impressive uh, array of these very old, mature longleaf pines, but also flowering magnolias, mm. the live oaks, and so forth. All of these uh, were here before the campus was built, and they're still here because of the vision of Mr. Jarvis. Mm. 
It's amazing because I talk about on the show all the time about how we live in paradise and we have the beach and we have the sand and we have the wind, you know, we have everything here. And, you know, how could you how could you one up that? You know, how could you get any better? And you guys have found a way, Um, you know, green space and walking trails. It's so important. And uh, and with the beautiful climate we have here, I just think that, uh, you know, more spaces like that need to be installed. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So thank you for what you do. Um, International Paper. I want I want to talk to you a little bit, Whitney. Uh, Talk to us a little bit more about um, International Paper's mission and uh, and and why they're so involved in uh, in trees and, and giving these away. Sure. So international papers, some people, you know, don't know what we do as a company and, you know, trying to get out and be able to tell that. But um, if you think about it, everyone benefits from forest products um, every single day and you might not even know it. Um, so if you think about maybe boxes from a really big box company that might show up at your house every day that your wife might order, you know, you know, right. with a big old smile on it, you know, <laughs> part of that paper is, mm-hmm. is forest products, you know, um, feminine hygiene forest products, you know, the paper that you put in a printer every day that you use. So there's a lot of forest products that are out there. I'm holding it right now. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm sure I have a box at my house at some point today. Yes. Uh, so, you know, a lot of forest products that we, that we talk about every day and we, we understand that, you know, the stewardship that comes behind being a big company and being able to um, invest and, and be successful. But we believe that our investments in our, our people and communities, you know, our investments in our success as a company. And so we recognize stewardship um, is a lot about being able to do that and being able to join forces with um, organizations that support um, sustainability of forests and being able to be out there and, and and support organizations that, you know, work on these things, the research that happens in the background. And um, so we're really excited to be able to partner and fund and support and provide volunteers to be out there with anything that has to do with sustainability in nature. All right. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake Walker. Uh, if you have any questions today, let us know. 437-1620. I just had somebody text in, when is the Arbor event at UWF? Well, I'm so glad you asked, listener. It's going to be Saturday, March 2nd from 9 a.m. to noon next to the UWF Camellia Garden. It's uh, next to the Lab Sciences Building uh, in parking lot H. Uh, that's going to be from nine to noon. What are the biggest um, challenges when it comes to sustainability and uh, and and what you guys do? What what are the challenges you see every day that get worse? Well, one of the things that you could say is that you know again the reason why these uh, stands have not been burned, uh, not received the fire that they need, is because it's, I, I, we call it an urban interface when you have sort of humans and nature uh, coming. Uh, sort of face to face, and I think what we need to do is 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 to decide what things can we do uh, to uh, to uh, to fix that. And and actually, there is a uh, the Florida Forest Service is interacting with uh, UWF, and we're going to be introducing some prescribed burning oh. uh, in the very near future. And um, so I'm very excited about that. That not only is going to uh, to sort of reintroduce an important part of these ecosystems. But also for me as a professor who uh, oversees research by students, it's a really good research opportunity to look at the effects of, of, these, uh, of these processes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other is, uh, is, and I think we're all are very much aware of global uh, climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have interesting evidence from that study I mentioned uh, where we took those trees blown down by Hurricane Sally when we measured the growth rings, we found that there was a negative correlation 
uh, between rate of longleaf pine growth and temperature. So as the temperatures go up, the rate of growth has been going down. Mm. So certainly we need to put that into the mix of, of concerns. Yes. Um, there, there's so many factors involved when you think of climate change. You don't really think about the millions of things that it affects from, sure. you know, like you said, just tree growth to the air quality and, uh, you know, just overall comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've seen I had to turn the TV off. You'll see behind you it's blank because they kept running the story of this polar bear on an ice cap. And oh, he, no. I couldn't even look at it anymore. I'm like, oh, our ice caps are melting and uh, it's just hard not to get, you know, despondent looking at that stuff. But I'm so glad you guys are doing the work you do. Thank you for being with me this morning. Frank Gillum and Whitney Fike from UWF um, talking about the uh, Arbor Day event, the Arbor Day market. Is this the first year you guys have done this? Yes, this first will be the annual. first year. Yeah. So we've uh, Florida Forestry has done giveaways before. Mm-hmm. IFAS just did a giveaway. Um, but this is the first year. And I think it's fantastic that UWF is bringing in all the you know, the players to be able to make this a super successful and big event. Yes. And bring the kids because they will have a craft table, uh, coloring sheets, nature themed also as well. Um, And uh, that'll be a a 1600 acre campus. You can go on a walking trail, uh, get signed up for that. You said that you have to sign up for it. I would guess there would be some liability to that walking through nature with a bunch of people. You got to make sure, uh, you know, no uh, animals (laughs) have any have any issues there because there's this hawk that hangs out outside my apartment. And uh, every time my cat gets near the door, I'm like, nope, there's a hawk out there. Don't even don't even try to go out there because I don't want him getting picked up. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, All right. So I'm talking about the Arbor Day market Saturday, March 2nd. Don't uh, don't miss it. Uh, That's going to be over there by the UWF Camellia Garden. Um, Moving forward, uh, you guys want to have this again next year? Uh, I think they're definitely going to look into what and how this turns out. I think it's already you know, been a fun time planning. Frank and I serve on the committee mm-hmm. where we've got a lot of folks um, with great ideas and, and trying to get this to be successful um, on the university campus and, you know, ma- ways to start out this year and see how it goes and yep. maybe potentially make it bigger the next year and, and so on. But, you know, we're starting out with 300 trees to give away and it'll be a fun, fun day. You mentioned forest products, you know, and we all, you know, paper and, you know, all kinds of things. What about food? What about sustaining our food supply? Because plant-based foods are, are are definitely in the news these days. And I, we've talked about lab-created uh, mm. foods a lot. But what about actual, like, just, you know, going out in nature and, and finding food sources there? Or, or do we have any options there? I'm not sure. I, I, Frank and I are going to have to talk about that on the, next, on the next meeting. But I do know one of the things that I did want to mention is mm-hmm. um, this is being held. This event is going to be held next to the Camellia Garden, which is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. However... Since you're already on campus and visiting, right under the water tower that's on campus, so like right when you come in the main entrance, there's a water tower on campus, there's a community garden. And the students and professors like run that community garden, and it is a sight to see. I mean, it's very, very beautiful. Of There's um, pavilions and things like that, but they grow the food there, and the mm. students take care of it, and it's for the community. So yeah. something to look up. I'm going to look for a plant-based burger food truck and we'll roll it out there next year <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be a great watch out you keep talking here we're gonna sign you up for the hey, committee <laughs> i'm telling you hey i've got i've got all kinds of ideas here today so uh thank you so much for joining me today my guests have been frank gillum and whitney fike from uwf uh talking about the uwf arbor day market saturday march 2nd that's from 9 a.m to noon 
Uh, that's in the green space next to the UWF Camellia Garden, adjacent to the Lab Sciences Building and Lot H. Uh, join them. Bring the kids. Everybody come out. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you.